limelight. You don't really want me in a bomb night. Dude, I'm I'm telling you, I have literally had that stuck in my head all day. I don't even know what the original song is, and I don't want to hear it. I like the smoker, the smoke perp interpretation. Limelight. <laughs> That's been in my head the full day, dude. Not a lot going on out here, okay? Went for a run today. I did what's called intervals, and they suck. They suck. Intervals is you go as fast as you can, basically. And then you get a rest. And on paper, it seems like a good amount of rest. On paper, today, I got 90 seconds of rest in between the intervals. I mean, that's a minute and a half. And you know what? This is Einstein's theory of relativity. Because Einstein once said that when you're talking to a pretty girl, time flies. But when you put your hand, you put your foot into a panini maker... All the, it slows down. Do you you guys see what I'm saying here? Is anyone picking up what I'm saying? And if you're not, that's not my fault. That's what Einstein said. And I, to be honest, I didn't even know they had panini makers back then. You know what? And I'm, I like that somebody came up with the idea to go, these sandwiches, we're toasting them separate. Then we're bringing the toast out and rubbing it together. I'm going to make a press just for that. I'm always amazed that there's appliances that do just one thing, like one specific thing and people buy it. Like Panini Maker, it's just sandwiches. That's all you can make with that. And I'm sure, oh, I'm sure that you can make like, you know, when they do those infomercials, it's hilarious because they have, right? They have like the slap chop. Remember that shit? The slap chop. And they always somehow make a feast out of this thing that does one thing. It's just a slap chop. And this guy's like, you know, make an escargot somehow, a full, oh, you can make anything on your slap chop. Oh, yeah, you, you ever have trouble? Look at it, cuts a carrot, boom, you got a steak sandwich. What? From a slap chop? So, man, the only one I got duped into was, and I wouldn't even say duped because I actually really like it still, is the Vitamix blender. The Vitamix blender got me. It tricked me. Because, yes, it's a fantastic blender. Yes, it'll blend. It will blend. But it's also $500. Like, <laughs> what, dude? Why did I buy that? And I bought that at a time in my life where I didn't even have $500. I bought that when I was, like, 18. I didn't even have a job. And I bought a $500 blender. I mean, it would have been more responsible to do drugs, honestly, because at least that's a little cheaper. When you don't have a job, you're 18 and you buy a $500 blender because the person doing the demo at Costco showed you it blends so good that it can literally heat up soup. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing that? This guy was the master of the Vitamix demo. I don't know where he practices. I don't know if he's got some kind of like Vitamix fake workshop in his basement where he's putting in reps, nailing the presentation. But dude, he had it nailed. And he put cold soup into the blender. And then he, and then yeah, he puts it on like berserk mode. And the thing spins so fast that there's a transfer of kinetic energy using Newton's third law of ther uh, thermodynamics. But somehow it actually spin spun span. It actually spin. It actually spinned spun. 
so fast that it actually heated up the soup from cold to boiling. And I was like, I'm sold, which is so dumb because I would, one, I don't even eat soup because to me, soup is just hot water. I don't really understand. Like, yeah, is it tasty? Yes. But does it fill you up? Never, never. Soup doesn't fill you up. Soup doesn't fill you up. And you're saying, I know you're saying, what about chicken noodle soup? First of all, who came up with that? I'm a big fan of chicken noodle when you're sick. For some reason, that's like the sick soup. If I eat chicken noodle soup right now, my body will get sick thinking it's supposed to be. But yeah, chicken noodle does fill you up. You know why? Because they put chicken in it and noodles. If you're a true soup head, okay, if you're a soup som, sommelier, and you really believe in soup, then you should be able to take the noodles, take the chicken out, and then that thing should fill you up. But it doesn't, does it? No. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to your family. And your life has fallen apart because you're over here pretending that some hot water with a bit of flavoring is filling you up. But it's not. You know you're going to be up in the middle of the night looking for something hard. It's not natural to just eat liquids. You get liquids all day long. You think your body wants something hard. You ever heard someone so passionate, so angry about soup? But that's why I bought this Vitamix was because the guy did this incredible, a good demo can get you to buy anything. That's the, really the key is it's not even the need. It's the person putting on the demo. If they show you shit that you never thought was possible, it makes you want to buy a thing just because of that. Just because you, I, I literally, when he did the soup trick and heated up the soup with the blender, I envisioned Dude, I envisioned having company over and I did it. And then everyone goes, oh my God. And when they cheer and they hold me on their shoulders and their minds are blown. They're like, this guy's like a soup David Blaine over here. He just heated up soup with his blender. So I spent $500 on that thing. Now, decent investment because yes, have I blended much? Yes. Does it work great? Yes. But still too much. I got duped. And you know what really irritated me for a while was Jen went out and got a magic bullet. So now we in our kitchen had a $500 professional Vitamix blender. And by the way, I will say this about blending. It's pretty clicky. Like it's pretty, let me just say this. If you're a Vitamix guy, you don't really, excuse the pun, blend with the blend tech people. Okay. It's pretty territorial. You don't really mess around. All right. It's like Ford and Chevy or whatever that is. You, you pick your, your blender and you're like, I'm a Vitamix guy. Don't talk to me about blend tech. Don't talk to me about a magic ninja. And you're damn right. I got snobby about that stuff. I would see the ninja. I go, <laughs> I bet that thing can't even grind a pencil to a pulp because my Vitamix can. My blender can actually turn a coin back into molten metal. Why would you ever need that? I don't know. Is it illegal? Yes. But do I have that power? Yeah, I do. This blender's got more horsepower than my car. So I bought that shit. And oh yeah, this is what irritated me. Was it? We had the Vitamix blender professional. And then Jen bought a the Magic Bullet, which is like 30 bucks. Bullet. I don't know why I'm saying bullet. Why am I saying that weird, that word weird? She got a magic bullet and she would use the magic bullet. And I said, out of principle, I cannot allow you to blend using that because we have the Vitamix. We got the, we got the crown jewel. 
of blenders over here, and you're over here using this the bullet. And slap in the face. Slap. That's like you got a Ferrari in your garage, and the person insists on using the tricycle. Come on, get on the Ferrari. And I know the tricycle; it's a better size and it's easier to clean. But we got the Ferrari. So that was one of the ones I got duped into. But I've come close, man. Sham Wow's. You guys remember that shit? Sham Wow. These these guys. I mean. The real winner was ShamWow was Coca-Cola because they sold so much Diet Coke to these ShamWow demonstrations. This guy would dump out, dump out just loads, loads, loads of Diet Coke. Yeah, that's how you measure liquids, hey? You're like, oh, yeah, hey, give me a load of Coke. I'm looking to drink a load of Coke tonight. This guy, he would just continuously dump it out. Soak it up with a towel. And you see it at first. You're like, oh, that's, geez, that thing soaks up a lot for its weight. Then he dumps it out again. Soaks it up with a towel. And you're like, oh, wow, that, yeah, that's a lot. And then he does it. And you're like, what am I watching here? You're just going to keep soaking stuff up. And here's the thing. You buy that ShamWow because, again, it's just something you've never seen before. We like the power. We like the fact. We like to have a towel in the house where you go, yeah, if someone comes over here with a load of Coke... And they trip and they spill it. I got it covered. But then you get out in the real world and you're like, there's never that much liquid. Never that much liquid. You never need a ShamWow. You don't use it. Do you? I don't know. Do you guys have a ShamWow? Do you use it? All this stuff. There's so much stuff. It seems like a good idea. Dude, I made the, I bought one of those back massage things. You know, like the pillows with the things inside of it and it, and it massage. this thing was like 70 bucks. And I don't know what, I, again, I, maybe I have an issue here. I, I impulse bought it from Walmart a week ago. I've used it two times. I'm an idiot. What am I doing? It was the picture though. She, the lady was so relaxed in the photo. And I said, I got to relax. I'm going to treat myself. I want to relax. Put that up in my head, massage my back. And I didn't, now I don't even know where it is. All this stuff. I think most things in life. We don't even use. There's so much stuff that we just get and you never use it again. The things that you use every day is your toothbrush and, you know, that's it, dude. (laughs) That's it. There's so many other things. Exercise equipment, we've talked about that. That's number one that just sits around. No one uses it. Kayak. Anyone who's bought a kayak. Impulse buy from Costco. Let me get a kayak. Oh, yeah? Do you live near a river? No, but what if we got a good deal? What if we go to what if we go to the river in the summer? Mm-hmm. You're going to do that? Do your friends have kayaks? No. So what are you going to do? Oh, you're right. I'm not going to go by myself. So much stuff. But whatever, dude. That's what life's about. You know, a lot of people think that life... And again, we're getting back to the cult here. I realize that the cult is going to be all about material possessions. Because I think that's what's really important. You know, if it wasn't important, no one would say it's not, like people only say it's not important because they know it is. Get it? We wouldn't have to say material possessions aren't important if they weren't. We have to say that because we know they are and we're trying to fend it off. We're trying to pretend. But you're telling me that if someone dropped off a Rari, as I like to say, because that's what that's what the uh, the rapper Fetty Wap, as my as my mom would say, Fetty Wap, as boomers call him Fetty Wap, in his Rari. Anyway, 
I've always been on the fence about that because I'm like, I don't know, dude. Is it cool to have a supercar like that or is it just douchey? I think Ferraris, it looks cool. But the Lambo is risky. Like the yellow Lambo Diablo or whatever. It always just seems like you see those drive by and you go like, what a douche. Right? There's something about that car. That, that car seems to be, it's like the Ed Hardy of cars. It's just like, notice me. Look at me. Oh, dude, do you guys remember Ed Hardy? All right, let me pull this up. I have to see old pics of this. This was right around the time. Oh, they're still making masks. That's kind of cool. Dude, I cannot believe. This was such a big 2000s, probably 2007 type thing. Everyone was repping. Oh, God. I'm looking at like, oh, you remember the guy from John and K plus eight? John Gosselin, he was repping Ed Hardy. Oh, what a nightmare. Yeah, he comes up in all these photos. That's so funny. That's probably what killed the brand right there. I don't know who Ed Hardy is, but he's probably like, ah, crap. John from Kate and Aid is wearing this shit. Yeah, that was a weird trend. The other one that I remember too was the Von Dutch hats. Do you remember that shit? Von Dutch. Von Dutch hat. With Ed Hardy. That was the biggest thing. What is that, right? Yeah, it's because JT wore one one time and then everyone started doing it. God. Weird ass shit. What are the trends right now? What are people doing right now? Maybe we don't even notice it because we're in it. What are the, tr I mean, there is no trends because we don't even see humans anymore. That's a good point. How can you have fashion trends when everyone's at home? Masks. That's the trend, I guess. It seems like girls are wearing bigger and bigger. Like, it seems like the loose jeans are kind of the look that's coming back in. The super loose jean look. I don't know, dude. I don't even know who sets these standards. I am not a fashion guy. I need to get a stylist or something just to... I honestly, you know what's so embarrassing? Dude, I have like eight shirts. I've had the same eight shirts for years to the point where, you know when Facebook does those memories of like, oh, here's what happened six years ago. There's nothing, the number of times that I've had a Facebook memory pop up from six years ago and I look and I'm wearing the exact shirt that's in the photo that pops up is unbelievable. And I go, what's, what's wrong with me? But I don't enjoy clothes shopping. I don't know what it is. I know some people really enjoy it. I don't, I've, I've never, even when I find stuff I'm like, I'm just like, yeah. I literally have worn the same type of jeans for the last three years to the point where when they inevitably get a hole in the crotch and they get a hole in the crotch, many reasons. It is inevitable because I do a lot of movement. I do a lot of kicks. I do a lot of, I walk very fast. I do a lot of strides. When I'm on the couch, my legs get a little crazy. Um, I like to flail my legs. There's a lot of tension down there. So it's inevitable. I just count down the days. When I get jeans, I just count down the days until we get a, a rip in the crotch. And it, literally, I can't even count the number of times that I go back in. I find the same pair of jeans, the same color, same size, and I just, I go and I buy that. And then I come home and I put them on. And for some, in some way, that seems kind of, it sounds sadder than it really is. But my philosophy is, you find something you like, what's wrong with just doing that? And Jen always says this to me. She's like, you got to get out of your box. 
I don't know why she sounds like she's from New York. You got to get out of your box, Todd. You got to try new things. And you know what happens? We go to a restaurant and I go, okay, I'm going to try a new thing. I'm not going to do a burger. I'm not going to do a pizza. Even though I know those are going to fill me up. Even though I know they're going to be delicious. Even though I know that's exactly what I want and what I crave. And quite frankly, what I deserve. I say, okay, I'm going to try a new thing. I'm going to get a quesadilla. That's fun. That's festive. I'm going to get a quesadilla. And you know what? I'm going to get a Diet Coke. And don't worry if I spill it. I got ShamWow in my pocket. I'm going to get a load of Diet Coke and a quesadilla. And you know what happens? I eat the quesadilla and I go, oh, I'm still hungry. (laughs) Because quesadillas are never enough. I don't know who gets filled up with a restaurant quesadilla. It's not the same amount as the other dishes. So I paid the same. And now I leave hungry. There's few feelings in life more defeating than leaving a restaurant hungry. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you didn't accomplish the one goal. The one goal at the restaurant, eat. Get full. This is why, and this is why I get stressed out when, you know, when you go to a restaurant and somebody, for some reason, somebody goes, Hey, what do you guys, what do you want to do for food? And in my head, I always go, well, we're all going to look at the menu and we're going to find the thing we want to eat. And then we're going to eat that. Nope. Nope. There's always somebody who goes, Hey, why don't we all just order a bunch of different stuff and share? Every time that that happens, I politely oblige because I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want to be ostracized. I'm a sheeple. I don't want to push back and risk alienation from the tribe, from the group. And so I comply and I go along. But in my head, I get super mad because I go, now I've lost control. I don't know. I know I'm going to order something good. And then everyone else is going to order, who knows, broccoli, Random shit. And then guess what's going to happen? I'm going to order the thing that I was going to order anyway. Ribs. But now I got to share it with 10 people. So now I go from having a full rack of ribs, which is what I wanted, to getting one. Okay. And then what's my upside? Oh, just whatever everyone else ordered. So you end up, you get one rib. You get two chicken wings. You get a cauliflower wing. And then food's gone. Food is gone. And I always go, why did we do this? Why did we do this? I'm still hungry. We're all touching fingers now, indirectly. And food's gone. And you would think that at least, at least the offset would be that the bill would come back cheaper. No, because then we all split the cost somehow for all these plates. And the bill shows up and it's like $80. You're like, I'm $80? I didn't even get to eat. And you guys can tell that I should have had more food before this podcast because I, <laughs> dude, I'm thinking about soup. I'm thinking about chicken noodles. This podcast has made me so hungry because now I'm thinking about ribs too. Ooh. All right. I got to go eat. I'm so hungry right now. I'm going to go have a spoonful of peanut butter and treat myself. Um, thank you guys for tuning in again. Um, like I said, man, it's a real honor to be on the Just for Laughs new album, Alberta Comedians, some of the best in the country. I'm honored to be on there. I'm super pumped that they're super pumped that they're using my joke as the title for the album. They're also um, 
promoting it using my hot tub joke. I mean, dude, I was over the moon when I saw that. It's just, there's cool moments in this career. It ebbs and flows so much with stand-up comedy. And there's so many times, especially right now, where you just feel like you're in a rut. Nothing's happening. Everything's at a standstill. Am I making progress? What am I doing with my life? Why am I here? I need a sham wow. And then cool things like that can happen too, where then just for laughs tags you in a post and you're like, oh my God, they're sharing my joke. It's just, you know, it's, it really is um, awesome and it feels great. I'm pumped. I've got energy and I hope you guys can check it out. It's playing on Spotify right now. Uh, and I hope you also have a fantastic day. I'm going to go have a little, you know what? I'm going to have some soup just to contradict myself. Busted. Have a great Wednesday. I'll see you guys tomorrow for a thirsty Thursday, which I don't think is, I'm, I'm saying that in a way that I, I don't think I was supposed to, I feel like a boomer. Let's, let's just say Thursday, not the first part. So I think that's something else. All right. I stretched it out enough. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Thank you